Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study each day, seven days a week, getting us into God's Word, and that's important for our faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So the more we're in God's Word, the stronger our faith stays and even becomes stronger. It also, being in God's Word every day, keeps us in touch in our relationship with God, helps keep us focused on our soul's salvation. We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can. Again, just about 13 minutes, but think, think how it can have an impact on a person's life. And you know people who need to turn their lives around, don't you? Who need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their soul's salvation. Share these short studies with them with your friends, your family members, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But just think, you may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're talking about false teaching. And we have that statement, people, well, I believe this, I believe, well, it's just a matter of interpretation. You believe it that way, I believe it this way. You know, you say that, but how do I know, you know, why is my understanding any worse than your understanding? Or why is your understanding better than my understanding? And the challenges go back and forth. And one thing that people say, well, my preacher says, well, okay. Is it okay that we believe something just because a preacher says it? Now, I'm speaking as a preacher. I've told people to whom I've been preaching and teaching for decades, you make sure that what I'm telling, what I'm teaching, what I'm saying is what the Bible actually teaches. You see, I don't want people to follow me. I want them to follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to make sure that I'm teaching them what God's Word actually says so that they have a good basis for what they believe and make that application to their lives properly so that they can live by those teachings. How important is it that we teach, make sure that, we, that, that preachers teach, that we believe the true teachings of God's word? We could look at it so many passages of scripture. We can't look at all of those in this particular study, but we've already made the point. We've noted a number of different texts that tell us that we as individuals, you and me, we're responsible for obeying the true teachings of God's word. Remember Jesus said in John chapter 12 and verse 48, my word will be that basis or that upon which you will be judged in the last day. Remember that he said, whoever lives by my word, those are my true disciples, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 12, 48, John 8, verses 31 and 32. The apostle Paul rebuked and also warned the congregations of Galatia. In Galatians chapter 1 and verse 6, he said, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. 
You see, Paul is saying, you're being taught a gospel that is not the gospel. It is not the true gospel. There are people out there who would pervert, what does that mean? Twist, change. And Paul says, so it's no longer the true gospel. Whenever you change the gospel, it's no longer the gospel. Whenever you change truth, it's no longer the truth. It's your word now. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed, Paul tells those Christians there. And this same message is for us today. He goes on and says, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what we have pre- than what you have received, let him be accursed. Let him be accursed. Why? Because he's teaching something that is not the true gospel. He's teaching something that he is telling you is the truth of God's word that is not the truth of God's word. Remember that Paul warned the elders in Ephesus in Acts chapter 20. And this, what we just read was Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. In, in, in Acts chapter 20, he, told the, he warned the elders of the congregation in Ephesus that false teachers were going to come in among them. Now, those false teachers were not going to come in and they, wearing a sign around their neck saying, I'm a false teacher. I'm going to try to lead you astray. No, they, those elders would need to be grounded in God's word sufficient that they could recognize the false teaching as it was being taught and they could stop it in its tracks. We need to know God's word. Again, what did Paul say to all Christians in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15? Study to show yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Each one of us is responsible for knowing the true teachings of God's word. And so just because a preacher says something, That does not absolve us from our responsibility to make sure that what he's teaching, what I'm thinking I'm believing, is what God's word really says. Preachers are human. They make mistakes. Some of them are sincere in what they teach, even though they're sincerely wrong in what they teach. Others are just outright frauds, and they're trying to gain a gathering and probably a lot of money from that gathering. But whatever the case might be, whether it is, whether it is in outright dishonesty or whether it is in sincerity, if whatever is being taught contradicts God's word, if it doesn't go along with the teachings of scripture, it's wrong. It's false teaching. And we need to recognize it as such and stay away from it. When we look at the closing of the Revelation, Revelation 22, verses 18 and 19, John wrote, For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. So we are responsible for not tampering with God's word, simply accepting it as being authoritative, God's authoritative word, the truth of God's will for our lives. We need to accept that. 
We can't change it. Again, the Apostle Paul, when he wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 3, in verse 15, he reminded Timothy about how he came to salvation through Jesus Christ. He said that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The holy scriptures, God's word, I'm responsible. God holds me personally responsible for knowing his word, the truth of his word, because that is the message of salvation that he has communicated to me through those inspired writers who wrote it down, guided to write God's very word, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, guided to do so by the Holy Spirit. I'm responsible for knowing the truth of his word because it is that truth that is going to lead me to forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Again, 1 Peter chapter 1 and beginning with verse 22. I need to know God's word. So if a preacher says something, I need to make sure it's what the words it's what God's word says. And as I said, I encourage people when I teach and preach, you don't believe what I'm telling you just because I'm t- saying it. You believe it because God's word says it. And you check it to make sure that I'm teaching you what God's word says. Paul said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, Philippians 2 and verse 12. Now, that does not mean that Paul was saying, make it up. Figure out what you want to believe on your own. Work out your own plan of salvation by yourself. Whatever comes to, whatever sounds good to you. That's not what he's saying. He's saying you need to make sure you're paying attention that you are living by God's word accurately, but also effectively on a personal basis. Preachers have led people astray. They've led people astray many times. And many are presently leading people astray. Now, again, a lot of those preachers were taught wrongly to begin with. And they believed what they were taught. And they simply started preaching that to other people as they were going about their ministries. But that does not excuse them from teaching error. If what they are teaching It may be what their denomination teaches, but if it's not what God's word teaches, then those preachers are going to be held accountable. But also those whom they have taught are going to be held accountable for following false teaching. In Acts chapter 18, beginning with verse 24, we read this. A certain Jew named Apollos born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord. He had been taught about Christ. He had been taught the gospel. And being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord. Oh, 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 but there was one exception. Though he knew only the baptism of John. John's baptism ceased when Jesus died on the cross. So, 
he, that is Apollos, began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Aquila and Priscilla, now these were a husband and wife, taught by the apostle Paul, the complete gospel of Christ. When they heard Apollos, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. Oh, now Apollos, again, what does it say? He was an eloquent man. He was mighty in the scriptures. Apparently, he was a persuasive gospel preacher, but he did not quite know all of it accurately. He was teaching the wrong baptism. A lot of people think baptism is baptism, isn't it? Who cares whether it's immersion or whether it's sprinkling or rubbing some water on somebody's forehead? Who cares whether it is for the remission of sins or just to have a good conscience? Just something that we're doing outwardly and, and you think you're saved before you're baptized. See, people just, they mix it all up. No, Apollos was teaching the wrong baptism. And so Aquila and Priscilla, who knew the gospel more accurately, took him aside privately and taught him more accurately. And Apollos changed his preaching. That's inherently understood in the text. And that's the attitude and the mindset that we need to have as preachers today. We'll stop and pick up some more next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to have open minds, to recognize when we are wrong about what we teach as being your word, and to correct ourselves, and to conform to what your word actually says. Help us as listeners to know your word thoroughly enough that we recognize error and that we re- reject it as such. People need the truth of your word, Father, to lead them to forgiveness and salvation through your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we pray for forgiveness in his name. Amen.